There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Well, yesterday morning when I heard the rolling thunder at about 5 o'clock or whenever it was, immediately I thought of the runners and I, I got <laughs> up and uh, I closed the windows and went back to bed. Yep, there you go. <laughs> Thinking, oh, that race isn't, it's either not going to happen today or it's going to be delayed or something, Well, in my mind, right? I had it in my head that it was later in the morning, and I'm like, oh, well, this will move through, and then they'll It'll be done, they'll and they'll just have to deal And it sounds like that's roads. sort of how it went until 30 minutes into it, then it just, yeah. The bottom fell out. What a mess. But no, congratulations to everybody that went out there. That's and right. Ran. Oh, my goodness. Because I would have bailed. And all the runners yeah. I talked to that did it were like, eh, whatever. It was rain. That's what we trained for. Yeah. They didn't really seem to <laughs> care. They weren't faced. <laughs> no. Us sitting Unaffected. at home yeah. who already have no desire whatsoever to run more than 100 yards. Except the ones that are going for time, I guess. <laughs> yes. That would have yeah. affected The qualifiers. Yeah. That's what yeah, they were talking right. about that Caitlin Clinton. Keen, I believe her name is, the yeah. female that ended up that winning. One. She was hoping to qualify for the Olympics and mm. unfortunately had to change her pacing because uh, of the weather. But yeah. she'll get there one day. The first female to win three. Look at that. Three of the pretty flying cool. pig. That's yeah. pretty awesome. And Natalie, Natalie ran. Good for her. She yeah, did the whole or just the half. She, she did, did the half, half I think. She? But still. Yeah, that's still awesome. 13 miles. Yeah, it is. It's still a lot of raw skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, we got a lot to get you caught up on this morning. Uh, besides that, Katy Perry, I guess, couldn't find her seat at the coronation, among other <laughs> little hiccups that went down. We'll talk about that. Plus, MTV does sort of a COVID-style award show. And Chris Brown and Usher getting into a fist fight? What was that all oh, about? Wow! Lots to get you caught up on. First E! News of the Day is coming up next. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. To both those stories here in a bit, but first let's begin this hour's e-news with coronation over the weekend. Yeah, so King Charles officially crowned on Saturday, but probably the most amusing story to come out of the whole whole thing is that Katy Perry couldn't find her seat in a video of her wandering around looking for it went viral. It was pretty funny. She tweeted later in the day, don't worry guys, I found my seat. 
Well, she had on this gigantic hat, too, that kind of went around her whole head. Yeah. So it was kind of like she was moving her head around, trying to look beyond her hat, and she couldn't see. And she was, like, going to that row and then this row, and then she would go forward and come back. (laughs) A lot going on. It was Mm -hmm. pretty funny. A lot Mm -hmm. to keep track of. Mm -hmm. It was also pretty hard not to notice Prince Harry sitting a few rows behind the rest of his family. Uh, Speaking of unwelcome guests... The Grim Reaper made an appearance at Westminster Abbey. Oh, I didn't really? see that. Yeah. I'm not sure what that's all about. Did you guys get up to watch any of it? No. Yeah, I did. I, I did, yeah. too. I, didn't. I, dropped, I, I dropped Chris off to run on the Saturday morning runs for the the pig, and my friend Bridget was like, I'm up, and we're making scones, and oh, we're having tea, so if you want to come over, and I'm like, well, I'm up. It's 5.50, and I'm awake. Yeah. I'm out here driving around, dropping Chris. So I just went over there, and we ate scones and watched it. It was so interesting, especially the religious portion of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah like the scep- They get a scepter, and they get a globe, and they wear this and special glove. They can't touch anything with the glove on, and they, they put Why these- can't they touch anything with the glove on? Because it's all religious. it's all holy. It's all yeah. holy and mm. stuff, because he's the, he's the leader of people, the Church of England. Yeah. And only people from, like, that bloodline are allowed to put their hand in that glove. Yes. Like, and then it's they, very particular. They walked these, like, uh, temporary walls around him right in the middle of the church. As they, he was being anointed with they, oil. Yes. It was very interesting. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. There was a lot of singing, Jen. You would have enjoyed it. There was a lot of... Some of uh, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. I <laughs> loved the African-American choir that sang the oh, Hallelujah song. That was beautiful. Yeah. Well, Katie was more in her element on Sunday when she performed at the Coronation Concert with Lionel Richie, Andrea Bocelli, Steve Winwood, Nicole Scherzinger, and the British group Take That. great song i still love that song yeah fireworks yeah yeah so katie and lionel appeared on american idol last night from london and they had the king and queen with them oh they did yeah wow that's fun i know how about that and uh lionel richie wowing the crowd of the king's coronation concert last night here a couple of clips from that one of my favorite songs of all time Sounded great. I knew he's going to perform that one. Well, how do you not? He has to. Yeah. Did he dance on the ceiling? Yes, he does. Of course. <laughs> yeah. oh, how fun is yeah. that? 
He uh, actually is so good in concert. I've seen him multiple times. I remember seeing him in the pouring rain at Riverbend. We were sitting on the oh, lawn, yeah. and we were just drenched. Soaked. Mm. So fun, though. And he can wear a pair of leather pants is all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right, we got to take a quick break. We got a lot of other stuff to get you caught up on as well this morning. Uh, the other big show, uh, the MTV Movie and Television Awards. We'll get to that here shortly, but first, let's check the roads. We got Denise standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mom wanted a koi pond. She's kind of finally, you know, at the age where she wants one. So for Mother's Day, we were like, we're going to build it for you. So we got all the stuff and got shovels, and we started digging the hole for it. And I don't know if you've ever dug a hole before, but it's maybe the hardest thing you ever do in your life. (laughs) You see it on TV and movies, and it's like, I'll just dig this hole real fast. (laughs) And then you do it in real life, it's like, I guess it's all CGI, because it's impossible. (laughs) It's so hard that it made me realize this is why so many people get caught when they kill someone with a shallow grave. (laughs) You hit a point of just like, all right, that's good enough right there, boys. (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, his hand's sticking out. And you're like, put a leaf over it, dude. I wouldn't have killed him if I knew this hole was that hard. (laughs) It's so hard that I promise you my mom's koi pond is above ground. (laughs) <laughs> it's Nate Bargatz with Jeff and Jen and uh, yeah I'm just getting multiple alerts that stronger storms are possible today if you thought yesterday was crazy we're starting off dry but there's a severe storm risk after 2pm throughout the evening damaging wind heavy downpours and lightning are possible See a daytime high of 77 right now, 58 at Q102. All right, so MTV, the they went ahead last night with their Movies and TV Awards, even though the Writers Guild strike is happening. But it wasn't your typical award show. It was actually a lot like award shows were during COVID. There was no host, no audience, no theater, no presenters. Just an announcer naming the nominees, then the winner. Some winners gave pre-taped video acceptance speeches, and some did not. Now, Drew Barrymore, who would have had, would have hosted if the strike didn't happen, appeared in a few bits that were apparently recorded before the strike. The show was only two hours, and it was still padded with greatest hits-type bits from past shows, as well as new trailers and clips from upcoming movies and TV shows. If there was a highlight to the night, it would have been Tom Cruise accepting the award for best performance in a movie while flying a fighter jet. While Ooh. flying a fighter while jet? While flying a fighter jet. Wow. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for this award. I make these films for you. I love you. I love entertaining you. You know how much you enjoy it. How much you appreciate it. There's just no better feeling. You sure it was a fighter jet? It sounds like a crop duster. I know, right? A fighter jet from <laughs> I hope you enjoy Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. It'll be coming out July. It is a wild ride. You have a wonderful summer. Thank you again. 
for letting me entertain you. It's an absolute privilege. We'll see you at the movies. Like if he he wants probably to just owns on his one. own. I bet he bought his own. I he bet they did. I bet they sold him one. Yeah, <laughs> I bet they did. That's funny. So yeah, other winners of the night, including Scream Six for Best Movie, The Last of Us for Best Show, Jan, Jenna Ortega for Best Performance in a Show Wednesday, and Pedro Pascal from The Last of Us for Best Hero. Hmm. So yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of the writers' strike, boy, it just got serious. Because now it's messing with Stranger Things. Uh oh. Production on the fifth and final season has been halted. Creators Matt and Ross Duffer said while we're excited to start production with our amazing cast and crew, it is not possible during this strike. We hope a fair deal is reached soon so we can all get back to work. Until then, over and out. Hashtag wow. WGA Strong. Yeah, Marvel has also shut down pre-production on the new Blade movie starring Mahershala Ali. But Deadpool Deadpool 3 and Thunderbolts are still scheduled to start filming in the next few weeks. Meanwhile, Pete Davidson showed up with pizza for some of the picketers in New York City. That's cool. Kind of nice. That's nice. Yeah. It's always nice to see those A-listers step up and do something cool. Yeah, I mean, walking the on the sidewalk all day, we'll get yeah. fed. Yep. Yep. At least we'll get fed. Yep. All right. This is crazy. Usher and Chris Brown reportedly got into a fist fight the day before they were set to perform at the Lovers and Friends Music Festival in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, I thought these guys were friends. Lovers and Friends Music Festival, and they're beating the crap out of each other. But they've been hanging. Jeff's right. I mean, they've been friends for like 20 years. Yeah. You know? So on Friday night, Chris was celebrating his birthday at a roller rink with some of his friends, including Usher. Tried to top up, talk up Tayana Taylor, and he pitched a fit when she ignored him. He doesn't like to be ignored, Chris No, Brown. he does not like to be ignored. Usher tried to calm him down, but Chris and his crew left. Usher followed them out and ended up going behind a series of charter buses to hash things out. When he reappeared, witnesses say he had a bloody nose. Oh, boy. So do we think that Chris Brown punched him in the face? That's kind of what we're thinking. Uh, TMZ's got some videos from the night, but we can't air any of them because they're just so profane. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It would but, just be um, one long bleep. Yeah, bleep. pretty much. Both guys <laughs> did end up performing at the festival Saturday night. Nobody has commented on the fight yet, so we don't know for sure what happened. But, you know, I think a bloody nose is a pretty decent, you know, unless he's just prone to those. Because, you know, some people just get bloody noses Me out too, of nowhere for this no time good of year. reason. Exactly. You just don't know. You just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Shamar Moore is pissed, too. Is he? Oh, I love Shamar Moore. Well, he's not happy because CBS canceled SWAT, meaning it's oh. done after season six airs on May 19th. The season six finale airs on May 19th. Uh, Shamar Moore not happy about that. He posted an Instagram video saying, quote, it makes no sense. We've done nothing wrong. We did everything that was asked for. Uh, he added that CBS led him to believe as recently as last week that the show would be given a seventh season so they could say goodbye properly. But he's not giving up. He wants fans to let CBS know that they want the show to continue. Uh, he said, you guys are going to have to make some effing noise and let them know that canceling SWAT is an effing mistake. It's not okay. I guess not. It'll be replaced with Price is Right Nighttime. <laughs>
Mm. Yeah, that's kind of what they fill it with when they got a light <laughs> primetime schedule, don't they? Yep. Yeah. What uh, can we stick in there? Somebody call Drew. Tell him we're going to need some <laughs> nighttime episodes of Price. Yeah, we're going to be seeing plenty of those and more reality shows with the strike. So I imagine. Yep. Okay, so the Smashing Pumpkins released their new album. Wow. I know. It almost came out a little sooner, though. During the mixing and mastering stages, a hacker got a hold of nine of the songs and wanted money for them. Oh, no. So Billy Corgan said he paid the ransom out of pocket. (gasps) Oh, gosh. But it sounds like he's not willing to just let it go with that. The FBI is involved, and Billy says, I don't know the end result of it yet. But by the way, the pumpkins weren't specifically targeted here. Billy says the hackers also had, quote, other stuff from other artists. Really? Yeah. How did that happen? Somebody hacked in. These hackers, Jeff, you know, they can get into pretty much anything these days. I guess so. Mm Yeah. Scary. All your stuff protected? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Luckily, I don't have anything of much value. (laughs) They did. If they get your credit card number, they won't be able to charge anything. Good luck. Have fun buying a pair of socks. Mm. Enjoy. They just keep running your number. Decline. 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 It was funny when I was. I know when I had the dermatologist last week. I had my what is it HSA card, right? Yeah. And I gave it to him, and that got declined. I'm like, holy crap, what have I been doing with my HSA card? Because I'm like, what's going on? Well, it had expired, and I hadn't hadn't activated the new one yet. But I'm like, well, that's (laughs) it. That's loaded, too. There's nothing on that one either. Your hacker calls and goes, can I extend the credit limit? They're like, no. No. You've already done that. Get out of here. You bought all the Q-tips you're going to buy with that. Meanwhile, (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is number one at the box office after a $114 million opening weekend. that's a pretty good weekend. The soundtrack of classic songs is in, you know, you talk about like Kate Bush and and other classic songs that, you know, we haven't listened to or heard from in 20, 30 years in some cases. You're going to be hearing a lot more of because they're using them. And present day projects, including Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, the well, it's soundtrack. That's a big part of the story, yeah. It's in the top five of the album charts. Wish I was special. Yeah. Radiohead, man. You're so very special. He's Jen's favorite artist. I'm a Great song. I'm a by the way, the other two soundtrack albums are still in the top eight of Apple's top albums, so. Yeah. Yeah. Star-Lord listens to music from the 80s because his mom left him cassettes. All he has left of his mom are cassette mixtapes. Is that a Whoa. person on the show? That's, that's, yes, Chris Pratt's character, Star-Lord. Hold on to him. Yep. Interesting. Good music on those cassettes. Mm-hmm. All right, anything else on the E! News front? That is it. Then we'll leave it there for now. We got more E! News coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Moulin Rouge, the musical. It's so good. You want these tickets. They are amazing. It's happening a week from this Wednesday at the Aronoff Center. That'll be opening night, and you could be there for free. So we'll play Fake or For Real coming up next. Lauren. Hi. Hey, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Fake or For Real. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Doing great. I got your headlines here. There are three of them. If you pick the real one, you are going to see Moulin Rouge on opening night. Oh, that's exciting. Fancy. It's going to be great. All right. 
Here we go. Is it A? Tiki bar manager fired for stabbing unruly drunk customer with the sharp end of a cocktail umbrella. Is it B? A hotel manager got busted sneaking into a room and licking a guest's toes. Or C, restaurant manager fired for purposely dropping spoons so he could bend over and look up women's skirts. It sounds gross, but I'm going to guess B. You're right. Oh, my God, it is B. It is actually the toe <laughs> liquor. It is just that. I thought you yeah. made that up. Nope. That is disgusting. I know. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a fancy hotel spa, you could spend hundreds getting a decent foot massage. But if you go to the Hilton Hotel in downtown Nashville, you can kind of get one free. Free. Gross. And it sounds like it's a 24-hour-a-day service. Yeah. A <laughs> uh, 52-year-old man named David Neal was arrested and charged with aggravated burglary and assault after he reportedly entered a guest's room at 5 a.m. and sucked on some ah! guy's toes. Oh, Wow. Did he get the living crap beat oh out of him God. when the dude woke up? Uh, the guy woke up, confronted him, and called police. He actually recognized David as an employee because he had previously come to his room to fix his television. Uh, and it turns out David is, or at least was, the night manager of the hotel. Oh, my gosh. For wow. the record, David denies doing any of this foot stuff. He does admit to entering the room, but he claims he did it because he allegedly smelled smoke and wanted to check on the guest. Oh, wow. As believable as that sounds, he never reported the smoke smell to security, and no one else at the hotel smelled any smoke. So David is now being held on $27,000. Bond. Oh, think wow. of all the people that got toe licked and didn't get. Oh, that, didn't uh, that didn't wake up. That's yeah. what oh, I was thinking, Tim, too. Because people oh, get really drunk no. in Nashville. They just go back and pass out. You have no idea. <laughs> That's. Oh, la, 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 la. I know, right? No, thank you. <laughs> Coming up, <laughs> uh, your phone might be causing your high blood pressure. We'll have that story. Plus, so much for the remote work trend. Work-from-home job listings are down sharply this spring, and 9 News consumer reporter John Matteris is going to tell you all about it right around 7.30, right here at Cincinnati's Q102. On Friday at about this time, we talked with Nate from Nate's Hog Wash Barbecue. <laughs> and I noticed that from the moment we started talking to Nate, it was hard for me to, to say Nate's Hog Wash Barbecue Hogwash barbecue. Drop it into a bit of a draw. Yeah, well, you kind of got to get that wash. Because <laughs> that's how it's spelled. Kinda, Hogwash yeah. barbecue. Yeah, it's tricky. And when when I went in, so we did a mom and pop spot for him. You know, a little something we do for fun on Fridays. Uh -huh. Locally owned business. Struggling business. And Tim even instructed me in the studio when, I, when it came for me to read my voice parts. He you know, give me some kind of like slight southern drawl or something. Mm -hmm. And it was easy to do because. Just reading the words. Just, just reading the words. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard. natural. Not to. Yeah. Yeah. But it's sort of like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not native southern. So it's, it sort of comes and goes. It's sure. like one of those accents that's not really identifiable. Like what. Is he trying to do a southern accent? Like, <laughs> what is that what, exactly? What part of the south is that? Mm -hmm. yeah. When you're smearing, brushing, rubbing, or dipping your meat, you want the best sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Nate's Hogwash Barbecue sauces are all natural. 
No emulsifiers, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial anything. And that's no hogwash. Try Nate's three signature flavors. Carolina Gold Rush, Spicy Hot Tub, and the perfect mix of sweet and smoky in their just right sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Order all three and dry rubs too at nateshogwash.com. That's Warsh with it all. <laughs> it's one of the best things to come out of Norwood since the Camaro. Eat your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Find it at Jungle Gyms or Country Fresh Market. Taste test them this Saturday at the Westside Market between 1 and 6 in Westwood. And coming soon, Nate's Hogwash Catering. Yeehaw! Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. <laughs> I loved it. And if you listen to that spot and you're like, well, I didn't hear a whole lot of Jen in it. You actually did. That was Jen doing the pig snort. <laughs> she did I snorted. All of that was so good. Oh, like, gee, thanks. I'm not kidding. That was My awesome. skills are few, but they are grand. But I would, so we were tagged in a lot of his stuff over the weekend. Oh, really? Nate's Hogwash Barbecue because he was live at the West Side Market, I mm-hmm. think. Not live. I guess he was selling his product there or whatever. Um, but he put up, like, don't forget, I'm on Q102, blah, 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 blah. And people started, like, commenting testimonials, like, underneath his post. Oh, yeah? And so there were a lot of people that were just like, you sold us. My <laughs> husband had to go to Jungle Gyms right away to get some of this hot barbecue sauce. <laughs> Congratulations. This is awesome. Cool. How can I get a case? Well, wow. look at that. Like his sales have really increased Nice. From that. That's great. Well, I'm glad to hear that because I wasn't sure. I couldn't really tell from his reaction. He didn't yes. sound all that enthusiastic when he heard the spot. But he, he sounded does. really exciting he to does. be on the show, and then when he heard it, it yeah. kind of turned but into, I got to go. So we're just the, not sure. <laughs> just, you know, just not sure. He put the post up with a link to the website, <laughs> yeah. WKRQ.com, cool. and he wrote, I had a blast. Good. Oh, good. No, so good. he had a good time, and good. you know what? Well, at least he had that. I, you know, I imagine Money hearing talks, it. Babe. If it's your business, it is a little bit yeah. of a shock to the system when you first hear it. It's one of those things you might need to hear it a couple of times before you you're you're quite sure what you think of it well you know he, he does understand what it is right well yeah. let's hope you know, everyone the, the does that they're and pop walking into this with eyes wide open yeah it was free so you get what you pay for <laughs> mm-hmm. that is very true as right. well <laughs> this is about as good as it gets when you're smearing brushing rubbing or dipping your meat you want the best sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Nate's Hogwash Barbecue sauces are all natural. No emulsifiers, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial anything. And that's no hogwash. Try Nate's three signature flavors. Carolina Gold Rush, Spicy Hot Tub, and the perfect mix of sweet and smoky in their just right sauce. Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Order all three and dry rubs, too, at nateshogwash.com. That's Warsh with an O. <laughs> it's one of the best things to come out of Norwood since the Camaro. Eat your meat with Nate's Hogwash Barbecue. Find it at Jungle Gyms or Country Fresh Market. Taste test them this Saturday at the Westside Market between 1 and 6 in Westwood. And coming soon, Nate's Hogwash Catering. Yeehaw! Cover your meat with Nate's Hogwash Orsh. Barbecue. Well, we had fun making it. <laughs> yeah. Always. Mary said, Tim, you missed out on your true calling, which was making commercials. That was amazing. <laughs> commercial producer. I do it every Friday. <laughs> well, there you go. 725, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. And let's do some of the news that didn't make the news that we think should have. 
on this Monday, the 8th of May of 2023, spending 30 minutes on the phone with customer support can cause anyone's blood to boil. But can the same be said for chatting with your sweet old grandma? We have the results of a new 12-year study that has found that spending just 30 minutes talking on the phone each week can lead to a 12% risk of higher blood pressure. Not good. And that's total minutes, not just a 30-minute call. It isn't the stress of dealing with someone on the other end or even making sure grandma remembers to take her meds. The idea is that cell phone usage emits low levels of radio frequency energy. Mm -hmm. And even in short-term exposure, it's been linked to hypertension. Naturally, the risk goes up the more time you spend on the phone. It's 13%. For people who talk one to three hours per week, 16% for four to six hours, and 25% for those on the phone longer than six hours a week. Yeah. What if the phone's just sitting with you? Like it's sitting next to me right now. You're just scrolling through social media? Yeah, something like that. probably a set of other problems. Yeah. (laughs) I think we're going to be learning more and more and more about this kind of stuff. I mean, there have been people that have been Mm -hmm. talking about it forever and ever. I have a thing on my phone. That's supposed to help. Is it Shungite? It's got all kinds of stuff in it that's supposed to reduce the amount of emissions. Yes. Mm. Hmm. It's very sparkly. It is. Very sparkly. (laughs) I know. I came in this morning, you know, completely kind of disconnected from what had gone on. I guess, you know, Tim had a crazy busy weekend and. Everybody was like, hey, what's going on with this, that, and the other thing? And I'm like, wait, what happened? Because I didn't, I didn't see any of it. Yeah, you know, so it all. Chris and Uncle Joe. I didn't know if you wanted to bring it up. Yeah, I, I was just talking in general terms. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. They did the fly, the flying pig weekend. What do they call it? The three-way with it's cheese. It's a three-way with extra cheese, So right? you, you run the 1K on Friday, the 10K and 5K on Saturday. And then the marathon on Sunday. They, that's they, a that's, lot of running. That's the three-way with the extra cheese is the half, yes. right? So they, the half. So, so they did th- those three things. And Uncle Joe was having some breathing issues on Friday and a little bit on Saturday. And they checked him out in the medic tent. And they said, just take your time. Go slow. Everything checks out okay. And then during the big race yesterday, during all of the rain and the storms, um, I drove down to like East Walnut Hills area to watch them go by. And I'm watching the app, and it says they're coming up close. And then all of a sudden, it said they were past me. And I was like, well, where the hell? I didn't see you. Where the hell did you go? go? And so Chris called and said, we're in the medic tent, and Uncle Joe is being taken to the hospital right now. Oh, gosh. So he's having some episodes, right? He's okay. They're doing some tests. Everything's fine, but... Chris was running with him? Yes. Oh, nice. Well, that's so. together, that was good. which is lovely. But they had been together all weekend. Like, they made it through Friday and Saturday. Yep. So it was just an interesting, interesting weekend of that. That's a but, lot of yeah. running. So I'm sure he's listening right now at Jewish. So what's up? Hi, Uncle Joe. We love you, babe. Feel better. Yeah, feel, feel better. better. Well, I saw that he had posted some things on social media, which is what started this conversation about social media. Because I was like, as soon as you walked in, I'm like, how's he doing? What's going on? I saw blah, blah, blah. You know, this had happened. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> I missed all that. My niece bought a house. And oh, so that was big news. Kristen was like, did you know Cassandra bought a house? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Nope. Yeah. Yep. We do now. I know. I was kind of off the grid a little bit all weekend because our daughter had her birthday party. So last night when I finally, like, nestled in, I'm just, like, scrolling through everything that happened over the weekend. And, man, was it busy. It was very busy. busy. Very busy. We were at the Special Olympics Regional Track Meet. And that was fun. A couple hundred athletes. He did great. He got a bronze in the relay. They don't do hurdles. A bronze in the relay, gold in the 100 meter, and then fourth in the shot put. Now, the shot put field was pretty big with some really big dudes in there that have been throwing the shot put for a while. So fourth place was really, really, really good. But it did run too late, and we did not make it to to the the pig abilities. We didn't make the pig abilities race, but... We did drive down there, and we got to see them kick off the dogs with the walking with oh, the dogs. Nice. And we walked around Paycor Stadium, so that seemed to suffice. That did, yeah, that did okay. He got to look at a bunch of portalettes. I think he was upset that Paycor. I think he thought that Paycor Stadium was going to be open, and he'd be able to use the bathrooms inside Paycor Stadium. And I think that's why he wanted to walk all the way around the stadium to see if there were any, you know, doors open, it and there were not. So no, nope, it was closed. So I think he was a little disappointed then. But now um, our project this week is he wants to write a letter to the organizers of the Flying Pig Marathon and ask that they move the time next year for the Pig Abilities Race so all of the athletes that are at the Special Olympics Regional Track Meet would have time to make it down for the race. That's a nice thing so to do. He he loves a this, good letter. We're going to, we're going to pen a letter. We're going to pen a letter this yeah. week. Yeah, and they had set their schedule according to, I guess, the Reds game later on in the day. They were trying yep. to balance Oh, I'm sure. I can't even imagine. Well, because yeah. FC Cincinnati also had a game. And the Cyclones had a game. There was a lot going on, yeah. There were three huge sporting events all happening at the same time. And the Derby, congrats to the family in Butler County who owns a share of the winning horse. That was pretty cool. They have four families that owned a partial stake in Mage. Mage? I still don't know the name of the damn thing. Mage. Yeah, that was Um, Kristen's horse. Yeah, and I did. So I bet $5 to win on it just because I was like, well, it's local, you know. The 16 to 1 odds. Yeah, $98 later, here we are. It was very exciting to yeah. watch. Saw a lot of Jeff Ruby signage. Yeah, and that's one of the things was the horse that came in first place had uh, Jeff Ruby sponsorship on their leg, on and also the horse that came in second, two fills, yep. which also won the Jeff Ruby Stakes at Turfway. So there hmm. were a lot of connections. But I was telling you guys, speaking of social media, one of my favorite things to do was follow Jeff Ruby's Culinary Entertainment because they have a restaurant in Louisville, Kentucky as well. Yeah, I've been there. That all of these stars were like stopping by and Jeff Ruby and Travis Tritt were like singing country songs at the piano. That's a place to be, man. I'm like, how fun would that be? Justin Hartley, who was on This Is Us, was there. Um, uh, Chris Harrison was there. There were so many people. Dylan Dreyer stopped by. Oh, did she, she? Yeah, she was there and she was talking about it on... Uh, Channel 5, WLWT, I think on Saturday morning she was talking about going there and, like, eating dinner and hanging out. It's very seen what. and be seen, I tell you, that hmm. reason. He is nationally known, man. It's I, it's hard to find. I haven't found – I don't think I've found a steakhouse anywhere in the country that tops it, honestly. And there's a lot of great steakhouses around the country, a lot of expensive steakhouses around the country, but mm-hmm. aren't many that uh, – that I would say are, are are nearly as good. You know, and they just make you feel like a VIP, right? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. No matter who you are.
Um, what else? We got Nine News Consumer Reporter John Matteris checking in with us. Yeah, so much for the remote work trend. Uh, we've noticed that work from home job listings are down sharply this spring, and John's going to tell us all about it so you don't waste your money. Coming up next, plus, pick your purse at 740, but now Denise with traffic. Weather-wise, we're starting off dry. It actually looks pretty nice out there now, but after 2 o'clock, we're under a severe storm risk that will continue throughout the evening with the possibility of damaging winds, heavy downpours, and lightning. The overall high today is 77, and right now it's 58 at Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, what is something that would make you feel old? Uh, aches and pains. Yep. Um, gray hair, maybe? Gray yeah, hair, yeah. yeah. Wrinkles. Uh, a millennial yelling at kids to get off their lawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a recent global study looked into how people feel about their age. And they found that in the U.S., the average age when people stop feeling young is 43. And so right now that would be people who were born in 1979 or 1980. If you were born in 79 or 80, chances are this is about the age where you stop feeling young. Okay. Now the good news is that there's a buffer zone. So Americans don't start feeling old, old until they're 52. And that's really sad. That we're, why are we feeling old at fit? We should still be vital and full of energy and feeling strong at 52. I mean, if we're living till 80, that's really sad. <laughs> You're going to feel like crap for the next 28 years till you die. Well, this is the last year before elder millennials stop feeling young. Wow. Millennials are generally considered to be born between 1981 and 1996. And next year, those 1981 babies will be turning 43. Hmm. Uh, of all the countries, however, Italians are apparently the youngest at heart. They don't stop feeling young until they're 60. See, that's more like it. And at the age of 60, it's not that they feel old. They just don't feel young anymore, if that makes sense. There's this 10-year period where they still don't feel old. It's not until age 70. That they start to feel that old. That they're like, okay, I think I'm... That's way better. Yeah. I like their attitude better. Yeah. That's all that red wine, man. <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? All that can now, all that pasta. <laughs> yeah. There is something about the food, though, in Italy. It's just so fresh. It just, it, I can't explain it. It just completely, it, it tastes different. And I can't put my finger on why. I don't know if it has to do with just the psychological effects. It's like, oh, I'm in Italy. Is this why it tastes different? Or is there really something <laughs> to the way that they just grow food there? It's because they're growing. That's exactly right. It's because they're growing the tomatoes and the lemons and everything themselves. Well, yeah. don't they have a different attitude toward food, too? I mean, food is is celebration. Food is family. Food is love. All of that business, right? And to be, and to be savored and enjoyed and consumed slowly and not yeah. rushing through meals. And correct well, me if I'm wrong, Jeff. Plays most, a big part. Yeah, most of the Italian food in Italy is not covered in piles of melted mozzarella cheese like it is here. Right. Does probably that not a, on it? 
<laughs> and I bet they don't Olive use oil. a ton of seed oils. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Hey, John Matteries, how are you? Good morning, guys. Yeah, you talk about Italian food, you're getting me hungry. I can tell you, as someone who has been to, to Europe, uh, it's not just going to Europe. You're, people say, oh, you're over there, the food all tastes better. No, because I've been to England. Oh, I've been yeah, to yeah. England, and I've had... You've had that not-so-good yeah. stuff. I've had some... Your bangers and mash. Yeah, some potatoes and, and some chips? fish and chips. <laughs> okay. But it's not that... You're right about Italy. It's just... Uh, it's amazing. And it's and as Tim said, he's 100% correct. It's not... Everything's not smothered with red sauce and mozzarella cheese as it is here. Yeah. Lots of it is just very light sauces. It's, it's different. They, they keep it pretty simple. Yeah. So we're seeing a trend, it seems like, in the workplace. The the work-from-home job listings are not as plentiful as yeah, they used to be. This was a real surprising uh, report from Business Insider just came out the other day saying that the number of remote jobs is down sharply this year. And that's interesting because, you know, a year ago, two years ago, we heard the future of work was remote. Everybody was going to be working mm-hmm. remote, you know, unless you had to be in, you know, in, in a place where, where you obviously need people there. But for any type of office work, it was all going to be remote. You know, mm-hmm. nobody was going to come into an office and have meetings in the conference room and then sit at a cubicle anymore. And that was the end of it. Well, what's happening is a lot of the companies now are saying, you know what? Let's rethink that because we don't know what all these remote workers are doing. We don't know yeah. where they are, what they're doing, you know, and you've, you've all heard the stories of, you know, the remote workers that are, you know, first you're on the treadmill for a half hour, then you're walking the dog, right. then you're uh, doing meet, the dishes, doing the dishes, meeting some laundry. Yep, yep, yep. Meeting someone for, for lunch and, uh, and having happy hour on the patio at three o'clock. Uh, you know, you, that's you, how I like to work. From <laughs> that's home. a nice work day. So uh, it says now only 13 percent of job listings, and they looked at LinkedIn and Indeed and other sites, only 13% of job listings are fully remote jobs. Hmm. And that's down from, like, at the peak, it was like 25% or something, wow. like a year and a half ago. A party's that, over, people. Yeah, it's down over. to 13%. And they predict that by the end of this year, it'll probably be down to 10% of jobs fully remote. Now, a lot of jobs still give you a day or two at home. I mean, if you've been in downtown Cincinnati on a Friday... You know, Friday at noon. Oh, yeah. It's a ghost town. Ghost town because everybody's working from home on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there's still a lot of jobs that are hybrid. Even our big employers downtown, a lot of them, you know, people work three days a week. But the full remote job where you don't have to go into the office and you just sit there at your desk with, you know, your backyard, they say fewer and fewer because the companies are saying, hey, time to get back in the saddle and work. Yeah, I know that, like, for, for us, I, I don't. I don't know what the digital department's policy is in terms of working from home, but I know that, you know, Mike has said in the past that one of his biggest thing is because we work in, in media and advertising, you know, we need to have that collaborative environment where we need people in a room together sometimes. And it's not always conducive to having everyone on zoom. There's some flexibility there where they might get like a day or two per week where they have that. But, you know, generally speaking, I, 
they do seem to prefer them in the office unless you're in some kind of sales job where you make 100% commission and you're on the road. Yeah, sales people that many of them now have not come back to the office, but that's cuz they're on the road all day. You yeah. know, they're 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 home and they're meeting with clients or lunch. Yeah, with like if you're here in the office, you should be out. Right, you selling. should be out selling. Yeah, exactly. I kind of thought that when after COVID, it would be hard to kind of go back to that, but I guess they are going back to yeah, that. Yeah, they are They are pulling people back. So if you're looking for a fully remote job, just know probably not as many out there so you don't waste your money. All right, what are you working on tonight at 5? Oh, we got details on the big Facebook settlement where anyone who's been on Facebook the past 15 years might qualify for a little cash. How much am I going to get? Do I need to uh, click through all this junk or should I just I ignore know. it like everything uh, else on that. Facebook? Let's just say a small amount. We'll not as much as you think. Not today. worth all the click through. <laughs> all right, thank you, John. It is 744 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> is looking for a second date update this morning she went on a date with a guy named paul and we're going to try to help her out hi taylor i almost said paul hi taylor <laughs> i wish i didn't have to actually make this call but kind of driving me crazy and um i really didn't know where else to turn so i met this guy on match and we went to a nice dinner and we met at the restaurant, and I insisted that we split the bill, and he didn't seem to mind that. He seemed surprised when I brought it up, but smiled and said, sure, so he was cool about it. And the only thing that I can think of, like, the rest of the night went so well. Lots of laughter, flirting, you know, all the conversation was great, lots of chemistry, I, I don't know. I I just felt so connected to him. The best date I've had in months. Wow. And yeah, I, I really, I really had no doubt that I was seeing him again. He walked in my car, hugged me, thanked me for a great evening, and um, well, I thanked him for a great evening because he was just really. I don't know. It was just a really lovely night. And um, I, I, I told him I'd love to see him again. He smiled and said that would be great. So uh, a couple of days went by and nothing. So I texted him and told him I had a great time. And I don't know. I was hoping. Where did he go? That, That's so weird. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I was hoping that at this point he would have said something, nothing. I, I don't get it. And I'm hoping to figure it out. Sure. So here we are. Does he travel hmm. a lot for his job by any chance? Not that I know of, but maybe there's just details I don't know about how his capacity to schedule things. Uh, right. I mm-hmm. don't know. Yeah. Look, there's someone in our family who never responds to texts. Never, ever? Never. Is it you? (laughs) Guilty. No. (laughs) And everybody is annoyed by it because it often, like, they're trying to make plans or Mm -hmm. they need the person's new mailing address to send this, that, or the other thing. Zero response. And some people, I I don't know if it's learned behavior or if they're just that distracted or they have that much going on. There's no issue with the relationships to any of our knowledge. My dad. It's my dad. Like, literally, I will send, he's on a group chat, whatever. He doesn't respond. I get it. 
I will specifically send him a text. Like the other day, we were drinking this really nice bourbon, and I sent him a picture, and I was like, have you ever had this, or you need to try this, something along the lines. No response. Something happened in the news. I texted him uh, and linked to an article. No response. So that night when we were FaceTiming with my kid, I said, hey, Dad, you know you can write back or just give it a check or be like, okay. So I at least know that you're getting it. Thumbs up, anything. And you know what he said? Well, I just thought you were just telling me that stuff. Well, yeah, but you could have said something back. An acknowledgement would have been Anything back, yes. Yeah, I'm not good at getting back to people quickly, but at usually least I, you're I like, try to get back yeah. to you. And if I don't, it's because I legit meant to and got distracted yeah. and forgot. Right. Or you Dang. forgot. You looked at it and said, ah, I forgot. Right. And then three days later, you're like, I remembered. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, it could be something else. But after the way you described that date, that would surprise all of us. I yeah. Think. So why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Paul, see what's going on with him, what he's been up to, and if there's any chance of a second date. For him in Taylor. Okay. Yeah, coming up next, Jeff Great. and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. So Taylor met up with Paul for dinner, and, and they both came in separate cars. I guess that's probably wise for a first date. That sure. way you have the option if you need to escape. You don't have to rely on this person to take you home. Heck, yeah, always meet at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You got to have an out. So they split the bill and just had the best time ever. Lots of laughs, lots of flirting, great chemistry, good convo. She said it was the best date she's had in months. He walked her to her car. She's certain they're going to see each other again. What was the hug like? It was it was really like we wanted to do more, but wanted to respect each other. and ah, Or okay. at least, you know, yeah. So Restraint. Restraint is good. <laughs> so, yeah, had a lovely night. Uh, would love to see you again. He replied, with, that would be great couple days went by, no text, no nothing from Paul. So that's when she sent a text, and there, there's been no response at all. And, it, again, it could be nothing, but maybe it's something. So we're just going to call him up and nudge him a little bit and try to get a response from him one way or another. You ready, Taylor? Yeah, thank you. Okay. Hey, Paul. Hey, what's up? Not much. It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Wow. Hi. Up? <laughs> morning. <laughs> Nothing. Are we catching at a bad time? No, 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 no. It's cool. So we spoke with Taylor, who was just showering you with compliments, talking about what a great guy you are. She enjoyed her dinner with you recently. And... She was left with the impression that there might have been a little chemistry between you two. Hmm. Um, yeah, I could see where she would want answers. Sorry, I can see. I could totally see where she would want answers for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I shouldn't have ghosted her. Uh, she's definitely a go-getter, so she's going to get down to the bottom of whatever. So I knew I wasn't going to be able to really get out of this. <laughs> Yeah, well, if you're intentionally avoiding the conversation, do you not think you two are a match? Listen, I really did like her a lot. She's she's great. She's very attractive. She's super smart. She's just uh, a little. She's just a little too ambitious for me, if I can put it like that. Too ambitious. In what yeah. way? 
So, well, I mean, she just talked a lot about her career and she talked about her career goals. Um, you know, it's, it, it, it sounded like she had plans to work for a long time in her life. Uh, Honestly, Are you looking to retire like, sometime soon? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the opposite. I want to be the one, you know, that's working. I mean, honestly, ah. I, I, just, I, I mean, well, let me put it this way. I want a wife who's going to make me and our family a priority and not her career. Oh. Okay. So she even, I just, yeah. So, so she even said that her work was her first priority and that she was so excited to, uh, see where, you know, she was going to go all of her potential, where it was going to take her. I totally respect that. Yeah, because you sound like a pretty driven guy yourself. Yeah, I am the same way. I'm the same exact way. I'm hardworking. I think I have, you know, some real potential as well. But the thing is, is that I want to be the one. You know what I mean? And I know that sounds bad, but I'm I'm going to be a great provider, and I don't need a wife out there that's working sixty hours a week. I need a wife who's more excited to be with our kids and be with our family than anything else. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, Taylor's on the line with us. Taylor, you want to respond to that? Okay. Is that an accurate um, characterization? Is, are, are you someone who is really focused on their career, at least for now, or was that an unfair assessment? Uh, that was a very fair assessment. It really, this is, it's, this sucks. That, that's the reason. Um I, I, you know, I didn't say I was going to work this hard forever. The goal is to get to a point where I don't have to work that hard so I can have time for families, but I would need 10 years. So it's going to be a minute. Um, It sounds like you want a woman home and pregnant, and if that's the case, that's not me and I'm not there. So It's not necessarily home and pregnant. I just don't want the, the impression I got from you is that you were going to be 60 hour. I mean, you were just all about it. And I just, I wanted a little bit more talk about us and about what I, about well, what we could keep do. Keep in mind, it's life a first balance, date. Right. No, I get that. I, I think it's hard to assess work-life balance in a first date, but I do know a couple, you know, they're in their mid to late twenties and they are workaholics right now. And they're, mm-hmm. they're just, that's the culture and they're in it because for the very same reasons, they, you know, they have some goals that they want to reach. And their plan eventually is to have children and, you know, buy a house in the suburbs. But right now, this is their focus mm-hmm. until, you know, whatever the that whenever. magic number is or whenever that time is right for both of them. I mean, do you want to have children and do you want to be around to be with the kids? Or are you thinking six weeks maternity leave, then back to the office and hire a couple of nannies? For me, I I see myself focusing on my career for the next 10 years so that I can eventually have a family and focus on gotcha. that. Yeah. You want, you want to reach um, a certain level, a certain financial point where you feel comfortable yeah. doing that? Exactly. Also, like, yeah. successful level, like Jeff is saying. Like, you want to have a – like me, I didn't have a kid till later in life because, I mean, besides, like – not meeting the right person. There were so many other things that I wanted to accomplish both professionally and personally before I decided to go down a different path. Right. Hmm. Yeah. 
and that's yeah, I get, that's a big yeah, thing. I, see, I get that. I just don't want to be 65 when I'm going to my kid's graduation. I love this. Okay. This the men with this with the yeah. Oh, so, I just want to be able to throw a ball with my kid. I mean, and if you I can. wait till I'm 38 to have a kid, I'll, I'll be in a I'll be in a nursing home by the time <laughs> they're in high school, and I won't be able to play catch. You know, that's the kind of mentality that so many men, I've heard it from so many Well, yeah, men. and I've heard men be like, they're going to think I'm her grandpa. Yeah. Okay, get over yourself. Stop. Seriously. <laughs> well, I just, I just feel like it's a prior. I mean, that, that's kind of what I want. I just don't want to wait too long. That's all. Understood. Yeah. You know. I, I think we all know that couple where someone has sacrificed and lost maybe their ambitions and goals in life because they had a partner who wanted them to be at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, sure. So and it totally I, messes with your, like, brain down the road, I think. You're like, oh, gosh, remember when I was this or that? But I like I how he's things? aware that he doesn't want to do that to somebody. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know what? There's also this. There is never a perfect time to start that a family. 100%. The, you keep waiting and waiting and waiting. You'll be waiting forever. Because it's like the, the good it, day to go on a diet. You it's know, today. Right. You're tomorrow. right. Tomorrow. Well, guys, is there any chance here Monday. of a second date? I Have mean, a renegotiation. Paul, if you were to, 10 years down the line, will you be in a wheelchair at that point, or do you <laughs> think you'll be still relatively <laughs> young? Uh, uh, I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to talk about it again. I'd be willing to figure it out. I mean, if there's if, if it's more of a connection that's going to be the best, better thing, then I can wait, you know. But, um, yeah, so was, I don't know it's, what, do you think there was enough of a connection? And this is a question for you both. Do you think there was enough of a connection for you to talk about this and explore some more over a date that we pay for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think as, as long as there's, like, honest communication moving forward, because I feel like this should have been a conversation, not uh, just write me off. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally mm-hmm. agree with that. Yeah, and, ju- and just be that. just be super honest about your expectations and what you want and when you want it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't definitely not have ghosted you, and I shouldn't have uh, put you on silent like that. I apologize, but uh, you know, I'd be willing to try and see if we can figure it out, see if there is something that's you know. Great. Okay. Cool. Nice. We'll okay. set it up Thank then. You. We'll set it up with Taylor since she reached out to us, so you'll be hearing from her soon. And uh, lovely talking to you both. Yeah. Best good of luck, luck to you. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. If you need a little help with the second date update, send us an email, Jeff and Jen, at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. Hey, Nina, how you doing? Good morning. Doing pretty good. That's good. Glad to hear it. How sure. was your weekend? Uh, well, I don't know. Not too bad, but my daughter was sick. So. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's never fun. Is mm-hmm. she a is she a pleasant patient or not so much? You know what? She is. She's a That's good, good patient. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's always been. Yeah. Well, that helps. That does help. Yeah. It's never fun, but that nope. does help when they take it in stride. Yeah. Well, I yeah. hope she feels better soon. How old is she? She's 12. Yeah. 12. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. The drama. The plenty of drama coming. You don't need it quite yet. Oh, Lord. Yep, I'm already getting it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> already starting. Uh, when you got a sensitive mama, so. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. So have you played this game before? Just once. Yeah. Yep. How'd you do? Ooh, 
Oh. Yeah. Well, the first time usually is a rough go, but now that you're back for round two, there's a strong possibility that we'll see great improvement. Yeah, you're a seasoned vet now, At Nina. At this point, yeah. The first play is... Right. And Do you remember what place, letter you had last time? I'm sorry. That's all right. You know what? I don't. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, all right. I don't. I can't remember yesterday. We're shooting so. for a not bad this today. time. Right there with you. Well, let's see what we can pull off today. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with the letter of the day that Jeff's got in an envelope. You will have to pass quickly if you want to win. That is the trick. If you don't have an answer right away, pass quickly. And then the only rule is don't repeat any of your answers. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Any questions? Nope. All right. Give her a letter. All right. Not to add insult to injury from your weekend, but you you do have... The letter Q. Q. The letter Q. All right. Uh, Now, the good news is they're giving you an extra 10 seconds. Oh. Oh, wow. 40 seconds. If you can answer 10 questions that begin with the letter Q in 40 seconds, Mm -hmm. then you win $1,000. Okay. Do you want me to do another ding? That extra 10 seconds. Thank you, Fritchie. You're welcome. All right. So with that in mind... I will not start the timer until the 40-second timer until Jen is finished asking the first question. All right. Here we go with the letter Q. Name something you do in the rain. Pass. Something blue. Pass. A hobby. Oh, pass. A college. Pass. A cereal. Pass. A candy. Oh. That's a tough one. Something you bake. Quiche. A quesadilla. Something round. A quartz watch. A vacation spot. That's good. Oh, pass. Qatar. Something crunchy. Oh. Uh, pass. Something you do in the rain. Uh, I quibble in yeah, the rain. I quit. I quit this rain. I quit in the rain. <laughs> I was thinking for a hobby, quilting. Quilting. I had yeah. that written down. Same. Cereal, Quaker Oats. Oh, oh Quaker Oats. Quaker Oats. Yeah, oh, that was my. That was my. That was going to be my uh, Quaker oatmeal cookies. There you go. Yeah. Something yeah. you bake. Something you bake. And then, Two seven is uh, always something blue. Uh, a university. I was trying to think. Is Quinby or Quinnipiac? It's Quincy. Or the, or Quincy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something. What about Queensland? Queensland. Queensland? Like, I'm yeah. sure there is some. Somewhere Australia. in the world. Yeah. 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 That yeah. was hard. That was hard. Uh, and then a car, or did you say something blue? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Q7. Seven. Q7. Yeah. 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 Oh, darn it anyway. That's Always always go hard. With car. It's a tough yeah. letter. It is a tough letter. Well, now you're really a seasoned vet, Nina. The next time you come on, <laughs> yeah, you no are going to smoke this. You're yeah. right. You will. And if you come right. on and get another crap letter again, Jen's going to let you pick your own. I will. Yes. I would. If this happens again, you, you'd say, hey, Jen, this is me. I'm the Q lady. Right. And I'm going to say, well, that's it. Right. Enough. Because that's why I asked her, because I saw the letter Q was coming up. I'm like, oh, Lord. And I'm, I was curious if you got a crappy letter last time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, you know what? I don't think it was. So you when you said you didn't one, remember, yeah. I'm like, well, she didn't remember this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Uh, well, have a great day. Hope your daughter feels better. Thank you. You too. Yeah. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Take it easy. It is 830. Weather-wise, starting off dry and sunny right now. However, after 2 o'clock, the risk of severe storms increases. There's a strong possibility of damaging winds. 
heavy downpours and lightning. Again, that warning starts right about 2 o'clock. We'll continue through this evening, which we will keep an eye on. Your daytime high, 77. Right now, 59 at Q102. Another check on the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. So if you were if you were actively dating, you were scrolling through Tinder, what is something that would be an immediate deal breaker for you? Bad teeth. <laughs> Bad teeth. Like as soon as you saw it in their profile, you're swiping left. Yeah. Unemployed. Bad teeth. I mean, they don't say you like. Are you talking? You about wouldn't know they're unemployed you, yeah. necessarily, would you? That's what I was gonna say. You wouldn't. I don't really know. know. I've ne- you know I've never really looked at profiles on dating sites, so I don't even know what all they have on there. Same. Well, I'm talking about like he's talking about like Tinder. So like when you're on Tinder, it would just pop up and be like, "Is him. it just a picture?" And it would be like your picture, and then it could be like loves dogs, yeah. has a job, or whatever you decide to write there. Yeah. Well. In a new poll, people people were told to assume it was someone they found attractive. Okay, then that okay. makes sense. Because if, you know, immediately. So we'll take the teeth out of it. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I think you're hot. So like, you're talking more personality traits. Yeah. Okay. So these are even deal breakers for hot people. Okay. <laughs> five worst things to see in a guy's profile. Working our way back from number five. Uh, he just comes across as really negative. That would be the fifth one. Uh, number four, he talks about wanting an open relationship. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would make me go the other way. Number three, his profile includes crude sexual content. Oh, uh, okay. Number two, his profile includes something racist. Oh, yeah. Like, Why would you put that on a pro? any of that on a profile? Yeah, but it could just be like you're holding a certain sort of, like, t-shirt or you know like if their political preference may not be something that you uh, like yeah i was surprised to see that only 79 percent would hold it against him if he if if his profile included something racist god really and at number one he seems aggressive or violent oh yeah like maybe he has some sort of like weapon and his pictures. Eighty-four percent said that would be a deal breaker. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think those are all kind of no-brainers. Except you know, sixteen percent open... would disagree. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like some of those things. Do we really even need to say that those are deal breakers? But you, you know, know the I mean? open like relationship some... thing. You may maybe just on the wrong site because I think there are some sites that that's exactly what other people are looking for. Hey, I'm just you letting know? you know in case you're hey, down. Yeah. Uh, all right, here are the five worst things to see in a woman's profile. Working from number five, wanting a thruple, where it's three people in a relationship together. Mm-hmm. Uh, only 43%, however, said no way. <laughs> uh, number four, she has kids. 46% oh, wow. of men said that was a deal breaker. But only 31% of women said the same. Yeah. Uh, number three, she wants an open relationship. 47% of men said, no way, Jose. Number two, her profile includes a Venmo link to pay. All right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that's awesome. I didn't even realize that was 63%. Pain. There's a lot of oh, yeah. that out there. Even just like on Instagram, people oh, will yeah. follow me and it's like you read their thing. It's like, well, I'm a mom. I have two dogs. I got two kids. Here's my cash app link. Well, yeah. why do I need that? 
Because of because of my Etsy page. That's why. Yeah. No, my Etsy page. Sure. It's for my uh, side hustle. And that brings <laughs> us to number one, the number one worst thing to see in a woman's profile. Her bio includes a link to her OnlyFans account. There you go. Well, she's obviously looking for clients, not a boyfriend. Uh, only 70% of guys said that would be a deal breaker. Wow. Jeez. Only 70. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I, I don't, I know one person that is on OnlyFans, and I don't exactly know what she does, but I will tell you that it's got to be something very profitable because they have a brand new car. They did a huge remodel to their home. They have some additional pets. You don't know. You don't know what she. I mean, I, does? I know ish what she does, but is it a I fetishy thing? Know, I don't know. Like you haven't been to the page. You no. haven't seen it. No, and I won't. But I also don't know like how far the private rooms are going. Because uh, you can get invitations, you know, for sure. private rooms. Like, you can have subscribers that are paying X amount of dollars a month just to see your content. Yeah. But then also there are invitations to go to separate rooms where I don't know what's happening in there. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be something successful is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, some fairly petty things can also be deal breakers. For instance, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, 5% would not date a woman who loves Disney. Oh, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I mean, I know some people that are going to Disney like it feels like every weekend mm-hmm. they go. I, I don't. They just love it. So it's, yeah, just that needs to weekend. be a shared passion. I was with my childhood best friend, Sally, over the weekend. and she, She's a big Disney fan, is. right? And yeah. I'm And she's like, you know, I was already talking to my man about how I'm going to take the kids when they turn four and blah. And I was like, I'm never going again. <laughs> That's so funny. And she was like, shut up. I'm like, I, it's just not for everyone. Do you think yeah. it would have been easier if you had waited a year to take Penelope or did you take her right no. at the right time? She is in the sweet spot. I'm going to tell you right now five yeah five going on six was our perfect sweet spot. that's when i went because she's still the into time. the princesses she's still into the characters she was old enough where she wanted to ride everything yeah i mean even space mountain so i mean mm-hmm. it wow. was a good sweet spot i'm glad i didn't take her till she great. was older yeah i thoroughly enjoyed yeah. it but my my baby sister didn't enjoy it as much as i, I did. just hope she remembers it because she may not go back until she's like oh i don't know 16 i remember it mm-hmm. yeah i, I just, remember it's the, not for everybody the, the bucket hat that i got yeah. i remember like controlling the dumbo ride and thinking this is the greatest thing ever yeah. i can raise it i can lower it and i'm riding by <laughs> myself my daughter said that ride was dumb <laughs> well, I made the mistake. I took her on. Well, Al- compared to what they have now. Well, probably. no, I'm saying I took her on the Aladdin Adult ride first, things first, and then the second ride we went on was Big Thunder Mountain. So she had. So then when we went to Dumbo Ride, she was like, "This is dumb. Like I want to go back." You said to something you set the bar high. I did. Yeah. It was my own. What she think of the haunted house? Uh, we didn't do the haunted house. She didn't want to go in there. Oh. She didn't want to. I but loved she, it. She loved Space Mountain. So that's why I'm Yeah, like, that was great. I feel like now we're going to get the King's Island season pass because she is ready to be a thrill seeker. Mm. Fun. Yep. Uh, the one thing almost no one called a deal breaker was owning pets. So feel free to mention that. Uh, or just say nothing because only 23% of women and 17% of men said having no bio is an immediate Deal breaker. Yeah, that's kind of makes this suspicious. Oh, 5% of women will not date a guy who wears a hat in his profile pic. 5%? Only 5% of women. Do they think you're bald, maybe? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they just think it looks dumb. I don't know.
Well, what would we? What is that called when a guy is really good hat looking fishing. when he's got a hat on, but he takes the hat off and he's not as cute? It was hat fishing, right? Is it hat fishing? Oh yeah, that's what it's called. It's like catfishing, but with hats. Because yep. there are some men that just look better in a hat. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to take a break. Speaking of which, there was a woman who who wanted to go to Florida. I don't know if she wanted to go to Disney or she was just going somewhere else in Florida, but she ended up in a foreign country. (laughs) (laughs) Get the story coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.